I had a, I talked about this in the church service yesterday. One of the things we talked about was Saturday, I was driving back to my home out of the valley, out of Van Nuys, California area there, and uh, waiting to turn, make a left turn so the red light was on me and, my, and the traffic that I'm in. There were some people walking across the street right in front of me, a Mexican woman and her child. I guess it was a child. They had masks on, so you really couldn't tell. And another person, and then behind them was an elderly white man. And so everybody just kind of walking, doing their thing. We sitting there in the car waiting to make the left turn while the other traffic waiting. And out of nowhere, a black guy, looked like he was in his 20s, maybe 30, but 20s, out of nowhere, went up behind the white guy and knocked him out right in the middle of the street while we all waiting for the light to change. Just out of nowhere, knocked him out. And everybody like, what the? And then we immediately thought about the knockout game where blacks have been given permission to just walk up to white people behind them and knock them out and nothing will be done. They won't, they won't give it a name or anything. It would just be ignored. And so, but it was shocking to see that happen in real life. I've seen it on, in the news over the years, and I've seen it on the Internet where stories are where black people just knocking out white folks. But to see it in reality, in, in person, it was kind of heartbreaking to see it. Someone like that just knock out an old person without any reason at all. None. Zero. And so I, I, I made the left turn and I went down the street a little way because they were working on that road. I had to go a couple blocks down and came back up because I wanted to help the guy that had been knocked out. And when I got back to where the location, he had gotten up and he was on his phone calling someone. So I parked my car and went over to him. And I asked, what, what happened? Why did that guy knock you out? He was like, I don't know. I didn't even see him coming up. I don't know. And then I said uh, to him, I asked, are you Mexican or white? Because I couldn't really tell because there's some white Mexicans. And hate brought that to my attention. There's such a thing as a white Mexican. So I couldn't tell. And this area that I was in is predominantly Hispanic, I believe. So I asked the guy, are you Mexican or white? He said, I'm white. I said, man, you better be careful. Black people don't like white people. Watch your back. He said, I will from now on. He wasn't watching. I would suggest to white folks that you're not going to really do anything about this. At least when you're out and about, you should watch your back. Because for the first time in American history, Black people have been literally given their permission to knock out white people, to do whatever they want to do to them, and nothing will be done. Matter of fact, you might get a trophy. We saw it with the knockout games when the black youth were going around to different areas, robbing white people's stores in the broad day. Daylight. Nothing being done, knocking out white people, nothing being done, raping and everything. Well, now 
this is all out there and nothing's being done. So watch your back. The guy knows who's bleeding and everything. It was horrible. It was just evil. It was evil to see it. So watch your back, white people, since you're not going to fight back right now. And um, I don't know what else to tell you since you won't. You know, I've been saying for 30 years, speak up, get involved, vote out these people. Don't stand for the okie dokie. And you have not done that. So now my warning is just watch your back. Backs, because it may happen at any time, anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. And nothing's going to be done about it if it happened to whites. But if it happened to blacks, then it's a civil rights case. It's a, a racist case. It's a white supremacist. It is all the crap. So I just don't know what else to tell you. Donald Trump is a living example in a big way because he's the president. The, the, the children of the lie have been going after him for four years straight up almost now, uh, starting with the day he came down the stairways there and said he was running for president. It started then. But if you notice that he have not waver, wave, wave, wavery, something like that. Meaning he stayed on the straight and narrow path. He didn't go left or right. He does not give in. He has no fear. Wavered. Thank you. He has not wavered. Chris, give me that. He's white. And he has no fear, no doubt. He doesn't cower down just because challenges are rough. But he faced them and overcome them. And the world can't handle that. They don't know what to do with that because they don't understand that type of strength, which come from God. It's in all people who return to the Father. And then the other people, Satan is their daddy, and they have fear. The liberal media, the Democratic Party, rhino Republicans, never Trumpers, black race hustlers, phony Christians, every Christian that voted for uh, uh, Joe Biden is a phony Christian. They're not of God. I don't care who you are. Satan is still your daddy. You may know the Bible like an intellectual, uh, secular person, all in the name of Jesus, but you don't know God. You don't know him. You know about him. It's like reading about Martin Luther King or someone. It does nothing for you but build your ego. That's why you have to guard your ego. But uh, Donald Trump is a perfect example of what all of us should become, and especially men. Any man that has anger, even if it's a little iota of a bit of anger, is a woman. Any male that has anger is a female. You're a woman. You're emotional like a woman. You think like a woman. You can be easily deceived like a woman. That's why you voted for Joe Biden. Just smoke on it. Do what you want with it. And I want you to know it's okay to stand up and attack these lies and attacks upon white people. I would never forget driving down the road the other day and I saw a black, it was like 
in living colors. It was real. It wasn't online. It wasn't on TV. It would happen right in front of my car. A black guy just walked up to a black, a white man, old white guy too, across the street. Old white man wasn't bothering anyone. He just came out of nowhere and knocked the man out in the middle of the street and traffic just everywhere and went away. Walked away like he had done nothing. He was proud of it. It's okay to stand up to these attacks and lies, white folks. I want to give you an example of how to stand up to evil. Back in July of 1991, the great, the one, and the only Clarence Thomas, now Justice Clarence Thomas, was subject to evil accusations of sexual immorality. And this was done by a Senate committee headed by the chairman of the, at the time, by the chairman of the committee, Joe Biden. This is from C-SPAN. Watch and be amazed. Watch this. Committee will please come to order. That's Joe Biden. Judge. Do you have anything you'd like to say? Senator, I would like to start by saying unequivocally, uncategorically, that I deny each and every single allegation against me today that suggested in any way that I had conversations of a sexual nature or about pornographic material with Anita Hill, that I ever attempted to date her, that I ever had any personal sexual interest in her, or that I in any way ever harassed her. It is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves, to do for themselves, to have different ideas. And it is a message that unless you kowtow to an old order, this is what will happen to you. You will be lynched destroyed, caricatured by a committee of the U.S. U.S. Senate rather than hung from a tree. Amazing. Now that's strength. That's perfect love. I met the Justice Thomas several times, sat with him in his office there in Washington, D.C. And he's an amazing guy. Really, you got to deal with it, folks. I'm sorry you can't run from it. You got to face your fears, the ones within you and the ones that are outside you and others. Because it's good versus evil. It doesn't matter the color. It doesn't matter male or female. It's good versus evil. And we have evil trying to control America today. The late and wonderful a great Andrew Breitbart. He was the founder of Breitbart, Breitbart News. He saw the evil, and he was a liberal. Andrew Breitbart was a liberal prior to this. He was standing up against good. But he saw the evil against, against Clarence Thomas, and it woke him up in the same way that Americans are seeing the evil against the 
Great White Hope, Donald Trump, and they're standing up. That's why they went out and vote, voted for him. And there were rallies held all over the country for Clarence Thomas, even in Los Angeles, California, Beverly Hills. And they're still holding those rallies. But Andrew saw the evil against Clarence Thomas, and it woke him up. He spoke about this in 2011. This is from C-SPAN. Watch this. I started watching the hearings, wanting to root for the takedown of Clarence Thomas. Um, I watched the television set, and the television set told me that this was a bad man, and the newspapers told me that he was a bad man. I watched day one, I watched day two, I watched the entire thing. I went from wanting him to be taken down to wondering where's the beef, you know, what's going on here? I don't understand what I'm watching here. I don't understand the color commentary that's on the screen where they're saying, oh, this is outrageous. And I didn't understand the bumper stickers that were going by me on the streets saying, I believe Anita. I said, I believe Anita what? What's going on here? I don't understand what's going on here. Everything that I knew, everything that I picked up at college in my American studies, cultural Marxist, oppressor oppressed, uh, black people are, all, are always right, white people are always wrong. Amazing. And it woke him up. That's the same thing that is happening through the president, Donald Trump. He's waking people up of all races. He had all races of people supporting him this. More blacks than any other Republicans. The Hispanic community, the Asian, the Japanese, oh, the Chinese, where's the race? They supported him. Because they saw him dealing with evil in a perfect way. And men, that's what will happen when you get married in the right way. And you're the head of your wife. Your wife and your children will see that and they will follow you. They will obey. Your wife will obey. Just like people see evil in others and they, they are here and they think it's true, they follow that. Likewise, the light will shine through you. Amazing. It's a spiritual battle. You must go and forgive. It's not enough to go down. Christ didn't say go down and read the Bible and quote what some preacher said. He said, go and forgive and I will forgive you before you can enter into the kingdom of heaven. What the? Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share. The Jesse Lee Peterson Radio Show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it.